0: Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Happy Monday. Thank you so much for joining us here on Point of View tonight. we got a great show in store for you. Quickly, though, tonight, uh, Fargo police chief Dave Zabolski is releasing the crime stats for Fargo. We had an amazing interview with him last week. If you missed it, please go to our Facebook page and watch that in its entirety. So obviously we'll give you some updates on those numbers uh, very, very soon. Speaking of that, I did radio earlier today. Please come and join us. Uh, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on AM 1100 The Flag, also on KTGO 1090. But we we asked the question to our audience: Hey, do you do you feel safe right now in Fargo? As we see, you know, armed robberies, what happened to Jupiter, and things of that nature. And so we've got some phone callers that called in and shared their points of view on that. We'll have that later in the show. We want to start here tonight. Today, two-year high. For oil prices so what does that mean for western north dakota and really even for the entire state because as we know we've got amazon coming here in the fargo area we've got uh the diversion project which is going to bring in a bunch of workers as well there's going to be a fight for workforce between eastern north dakota western north dakota and other states so had a great conversation earlier today about the rise in oil prices as well as williston just went through a really really uh bad storm tornadoes a lot of flooding and so we sat down with sean wanko he's the executive director of the williston economic development center here's some of that conversation joining us now sean wanko he's the executive director of the williston economic development center out there sean it's great to see you again my friend i guess let's just start with the latest how are you how's the city doing and for those of us that weren't fully familiar with all the tornadoes the flooding what exactly happened
1: well, I tell you, it was a wild night. You know, we saw um, we saw a whole combination of everything from tornadoes to hail to to lightning. There was there were fires here. There was flooding and 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 a lot of damage from the hail. But I think everybody, you know, we're still in a little bit of cleanup mode. But we we got past it now and and we're moving on. But it was it was wild.
0: How many tornadoes touched down?
1: Well, I heard of at least one east of Williston, but I know there was. I think there was a couple uh, in eastern Montana, a little bit, and I think there was one up north. So uh, there was quite a few. I mean, we saw. I want to say we saw anywhere from three to five inches of rain. It was it was pretty insane over a short amount of time, and it was it was staggered of about three different storms. Like one would come in and hammer you, and then you'd get about maybe a five minute break, and then the next one would come in. So. uh uh, lots of flooding we saw you know our our utilities they just weren't built to handle that sort of capacity so it was tough to keep up with with the water
0: which the i guess the irony first off everyone's safe and sound
1: yeah yeah everybody's good you know that was a good thing i don't think we reported uh any deaths that i had heard of uh there i think there was a few injuries uh there was there was a ton of calls to our emergency services but hats off to those guys i mean they They mobilized very quickly. They set up a call line and they were able to handle uh, the calls that were coming in. So, you know, kudos to those guys.
0: Um, Our great producer here, Dustin, just mentioned that the MDU website suggested that at one point the entire city was without power.
1: Yeah, that would be correct. I mean, there was there was power on and off. I was fortunate we lost power very quickly, but it came came on real quickly at our house too, but yeah, that would be correct. And I mean, like I said, the wind was 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 crazy. I There was a point, you know, the next day we had gotten so much rain, my backyard was so saturated. I've got this big tree in my backyard. And then we had high winds the next day. And I went out and I saw the ground just lifting up as this tree was blowing. I thought for sure it's going over, but it was—it was the it was. So worst storm I've ever seen since I since I've been here.
0: And and you got I mean, you needed the water, just obviously not all at once, right?
1: <laughs> we wanted rain, we got it. It was a little <laughs> too much.
0: Man, I just—I just thought that everyone's safe and sound. The power's back on. You got yeah. some water, but you know, hopefully, you guys can uh, irrigate it uh, well for everybody out there. So. Let's talk about this too. I was talking to a friend of mine recently about, you know, oil prices now going back up. I just mentioned I think you heard highest prices in 2 years. Yeah. I'm hearing of companies now doubling uh capital investments out in the Bakken. Tell us what what you're hearing and what's going on with these oil prices going up.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's pretty same to what you're hearing out there. It's been a it's been a fairly quick recovery uh in, in terms of prices going back up. I mean, obviously last year was not uh was was really not good for us and we saw a double whammy. We saw you know, we saw what was going on with OPEC and and a little bit of fighting that drove prices down and then COVID just grounded into, into the ground. So uh, I would have thought we would have saw more of a real full recovery in 2022. That's still probably a little bit more likely, but it's it's coming back much quicker uh, than even what I saw. And you look at, like I said, the prices uh, e- even today on, on a two year high, uh, we're seeing a tremendous amount of hiring back into the area. And in fact, I think even the governor had stated, you know, I think there was more, there's more job openings than than people that have filed for unemployment now. So that's, that's a good sign for us.
0: Um, so Sean, tell us a little bit about what you're hearing specifically from some companies. Um, you know, the big conversation out here right now in the Fargo communities, we've got Amazon here now. So you've got the workforce yeah. problem. We've got diversion, which is supposedly going to generate another 7,500 jobs that we're going to need. Um, so, from housing and workforce issues, what do you what are you seeing and hearing?
1: Well, it's it's the same here. Um, you know, workforce. Uh, the issues aren't going away for us, and it's, it's even more of a concern now as we start ramping up is, you know, how do we get some of that workforce back into the area? We talk about housing. We're, we're trying to do there's – a, there's a big push for single-family homes now because people want to be more permanent into this area as we've, as we've kind of grown into a city. And we're, so we're still de- behind on the single-family home side where the challenge is, just like what you guys are seeing, is the costs are through the roof on goods and services, especially building materials. So trying to bring homes in at that entry level price or or even a price under what we would say the FHA guidelines uh, is, is been a big challenge for us uh, out here to address that. And you know, the small business side of things, you know, again, I, it, it's a statewide thing and we're gonna fight workforce. And we need people in this state. We need people in western North Dakota and, and uh, you know it's just gonna continue to be a challenge for us.
0: So how do we solve that that challenge? Because it just seems like we talk about it ad nauseum.
1: Yeah. Well, I you know personally, I think for me, I think it's it's uh, we look at it. In a form in North Dakota, I, I I see a big draw to North Dakota because I I think people are seeing what's going on in other parts, other states, or even people living in other states are seeing what's going on in their state, and there's this draw to North Dakota almost to the point of where we kind of just let you kind of come here and you do business and we, and we get out of the way i guess if that's the best way to to explain things and put things i mean you, you can come here there's a tremendous amount of opportunity you know williston i talk about us being a a younger generation uh, or a younger city i mean our average age is like 30 to 31 years old uh so you know you're seeing a lot of families uh, come to this area and, and i go back to the opportunity because they have the ability to really build a good life for themselves if you come here and you work hard um, there's good opportunity out there. And I think we just got to continue to push that. And it's a quality of life thing. We push, you know, why North Dakota? We educate about North Dakota. And, and and we try to drive people from from outside the area to come into here.
0: I just saw an article last night talking about how Montana is the new hotspot for New Yorkers and people all over the country. You're right next to Montana. I mean, is there an opportunity to kind of carry on that branding and say, look, you've got open land, horseback riding, things of that nature to maybe pull in some people and are you seeing the oil companies now um, looking to hire more people and is there any possibility that you guys see more man camps does that come back
1: you know I don't know on the temporary housing side I don't know if the man camp uh, if if we'll see that reemerge right now Uh, you know we look at the capacity we put up with uh, multifamily units into this area and into this market and the the occupancy rate it's it's not Devastating. It's it's you know I would say it's it's probably average right now where we're occupancy, but we've got facilities out there that uh, you know we have facilities that uh, people can be housed. So I, I don't see the man camp issue um, those coming back uh, anytime soon. Uh, again, I think you know a lot of the hiring is going on on the on the. Um, Maybe the completion side of things or the, the workover side of things. You know, you're going to see the 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 drilling activity probably pick up as price continues to go up. Uh, but really, the focus right now is just kind of getting back into the field and, and dealing with a lot of the existing wells that are out there. So you're going to see hiring on that side.
0: So what does that mean, exactly? What kind of opportunities are available for people?
1: Well, I mean, again, I mean, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's oil and gas industry. So you know, I always say it's it's not for the the weak of heart. But I think it's a very rewarding career uh, if you come out here and and you can make a, a, a very good living doing it. It's hard work, um, you know, but what it means is we just got to get the word out that, you know, Williston or Western North Dakota, we're hiring again. And uh, it's really time to take a look at this area. But we're seeing, especially through my office, is there's this emerging market now of, of how to, of companies coming out here or, or new business startups trying to capture, how do they help the oil and gas uh, industry be more efficient through carbon capture? So we're seeing, especially on like the Bitcoin mining, data center mining, these companies are figuring out how can they can capture that natural gas to use that as power to generate some of these data servers, and I mean, you look, we're in a digital economy. Uh, so there's going to be a big run on that. I think it's just getting started. We're just getting the calls, and then we've also, you know, we've got other companies out there. I mean, there's a big push by the administration uh, to be more green, and you know, the industry is. I mean, they're behind it. I mean, they're they're looking at these companies, saying, hey, you know, if there's ways you can help us reduce costs, increase efficiencies, you know, we're all for it. So I talk about using that power. Same thing. You know, we have companies that are looking at produced water. How do they find other uses for it? Strip some of the uh some of the resources off of produce water so it's it's a big run right now it's probably not going to happen this year to see things go start to go vertical on that but it they're here and they're starting to they're starting to work with the industry
0: and what kind of opportunities are available to people that might be going hey wait a second this crypto thing is pretty hot how do i get into to bitcoin mining
1: you know the whole cryptocurrency you're right it's i know just about enough to be dangerous because it's, it's come <laughs> on so quick with economic development um and and i've been you know kind of learning as i go with this thing try to try to understand a bit but you know i think uh, most people are familiar with you know there's there's new currency out there and this is you know it's cryptocurrency so uh we talk a lot about bitcoin but i believe there's some other things uh, out out there as well and it really is kind of a next step i would say into the future uh on how we exchange for goods and services and you know, the one thing with Williston is we really tried to be a lot of a city of firsts and, you know, we recently about a year and a half ago, uh, we, we hired a new finance director and, uh, you know, he's a young guy and he's just tremendously good uh, for the city of Williston and, and he's always trying to stay ahead of the game. And so one of his goals was to, you know, let's say let's take the city of Williston, let's be one of the first municipalities to accept uh, Bitcoin as payment for your utilities. So uh, he worked on that. And if you go to citywilliston.com, you'll see that you, uh, you'll be able to, uh, if you uh, if you deal in Bitcoin, you'll be able to go pay for your utility bill, your water bill, water and sewer bill. You can pay for that right online uh, with city of Williston. And then, you know, I don't wanna steal his thunder too much, but his next step, he's been working with our airport. Um, and the airport in just a couple of weeks, you'll probably see uh, one of the first Bitcoin ATMs uh, at XWA airports, when you get off, you're going to see that. And, you know, this really goes into a big package for us. I mean, you know, we talk about crypto and and then also I mean, it goes into, you know, you talk about the statewide unmanned aerial systems network, which is beyond visual line of sight that, uh, you know, the state is putting up this network across the state for UAS to run beyond visual line of sight. Between Williston and Watford is that first section, and that's ready to go live here. In fact, they're testing the network as we speak, and so that's ready to go live very shortly. So that's going to be, you know, another first for us as well. So again, I go back to real young population starting to move in here, and those sort of things are, are, uh, are what's taking over. And it's what they like, and and uh, we're more than happy to support them through the economic development side of
0: things. The UAS thing is a very, very big deal for Williston and Watford City. The fact that you now are saying, "Hey, we're getting into this crypto world and allowing people to pay their utility bills with it," I think speaks volumes to the demographic, obviously, that you are honed in on and focused on. So yep. exciting stuff with the oil, seeing the prices that it's at. Man, Williston's going to go through another little boom. Great things happening in Fargo. It just seems like North Dakota, with our administration, is poised to just lead the nation. Yes.
1: North Dakota's great. I mean, I, I, I tell people that all the time. I mean, I just, I, I love what I do with economic development because I go back to that word opportunity. And and for me, it's just, it's, it's, uh, there's just, I, I get a lot of pleasure and somebody has a business idea and, and maybe we steer them a little bit and maybe help them with a business plan and stuff. But after that, we kick them out of the nest and we let them run and, and there's nothing more satisfying to see somebody just take off on their own. And, you know, I said, go out and make a million dollars. And I love it. And and the same thing, I just go back to North Dakota. I just can't stress it enough. I mean, this is a this is a state that you've got opportunity. You can come in, you can make a run at things. I mean, there's very limited uh, government oversight for the most part. And uh, it, it just, you know, it just helps you. I mean, it's just it's just cool. It just attracts people.
0: Thanks so much to Sean for his time and his insight there. Exciting things happening here across the great state of North Dakota. Again, I guess the thing we got to be conscious of is where are we going to find the workers? How are we going to go about doing that? But uh, good, good news otherwise here for our great state. All right, stay with us. When we come back, we're going to share some points of view from the radio from earlier today in regards to the question, do you feel safe in Fargo as there appears to be? appears to be more crime taking place. I don't know if that's true or not. We're going to find out tonight in the uh, Fargo City Commission meeting. In fact, tomorrow morning, 1130 a.m., Chief Zabolski is going to be joining me on the radio if you want to join us there. Again, on AM 1100, The Flag, or KTGO 1090 tomorrow morning at 1130 a.m. Please share your point of view with us. Very easy to do. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.